Hey, this is Jim. Welcome back to Silent Sales Machine Radio. I've got a great guest with us today. It is someone who's become a good friend of the community. He's been around a while. A married guy who lives in England. You recognize it from the accent. So if you get tired of hearing just my American accent, hey, you're going to have something very different today. We got a British accent coming at you. At least that's what we call it. Hope he doesn't mind that. Uh, but Neil and Tracy, they live, like I said, in England, and the city is Crawley. And he'll tell us a little bit more about that. But he's got four kids, four grandkids. And here's something I love about these guys: a bunch of grandkids, more than four. But he's fostered 34 kids uh, over the years. He and his wife, just incredible. They're proven Amazon course students. They've been through our coaching program. He was actually here in the United States. You'll be able to see on his t-shirt. He he wore the shirt today (laughs) and proudly. And uh, he was at our last event here just a few months ago in the U.S. Had the pleasure of hanging out with him. Just a a dear friend uh, because he just wears his unquenchable spirit with him everywhere. It just shines through. Always smiling, always encouraging, always with something positive to say. And his business is booming. I'm looking here. I'm checking my notes. Uh, it said you guys just had a record-setting month, 42,000 US, and we're in the middle of what could be even a bigger month right now. So your business is going well. Uh, but hey, Neil, welcome to Silent Sales Machine Radio. So glad you've joined us today, man. Thank you very much, Jim. It's a pleasure to be here. Um, yeah, I've just feel it's part of the family. Um, although we may be separated by a big bit of water, um, it's lovely to be here connecting with you and all the other folks all around the world. Uh, it's just beautiful. And I, and I know I didn't do full service to your story. So I'd like you to fill in from your perspective a little bit. I hit some of the highlights, left <laughs> out a whole bunch. What would you like to tell folks? And um, you know, maybe what lessons do you think you might have to share today from your experience over the years? Have you been doing this a while? I mean, it's, you, you've, got a, you've got a track record of some wins and some losses here. So you know, tell us a little bit more about you and what are you going to share with us today? What areas are you interested in diving into? Uh, so try and keep it fairly brief, otherwise we could be here for several hours. Yeah, I've been around a while. I've, I've always had a desire, really since the early days when, uh, when I sort of found out about this internet thingy and uh, the amazing things you could do with it and the connecting and the opportunities. Uh, I just really had a desire and a, a sense that there was an opportunity there to run a business. And that's been my heart. I've been married for 32 years uh, to Tracy. And we, my daughter um, has just turned 31. I know she didn't say that live on, 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 um, <laughs> on air, but uh, she won't mind. Um, so she came fairly soon after we were married and, and we sort of got stuck into family life. And right from the early set out, my, my desire was to be a stay-at-home dad or to certainly be very involved in my children. Uh, a lot of my peers were off getting sort of high-flying jobs that were taking all around the world. And it all seemed a bit glamorous, but I, that's not what I wanted. I wanted to be at home with the children. And so I tried various jobs that would allow me to do that. And when the internet came along, I, said, I sort of looked at that and I saw there was opportunity there. And I thought, there's got to be a way to do this. There's got to be a way to earn money from this. Uh, other people seem to be doing it. And I tried all sorts of things. Uh, to get, you know, affiliate marketing, Google AdWords. I started out on eBay and I did that for quite a while, um, all sorts of things, but nothing really sort of clicked or made sense. And I kept plugging away. So it really has been a bit of a, a long, slow, plodding journey of mine to, to get where I am today. It's certainly not an overnight success, uh, as my wife will tell you. She's suffered many years of my hairbrain schemes and, and ideas. <laughs> and, you know, that, oh, this next big thing, this is the one that's going to work, it's going to be it. But she hung in there with me and, and the family hung in there with me. 
uh, humoring me and uh, <laughs> and blessing me. But uh, yeah, so it's it's been a long journey, but actually, it's it's the way it is, and I think. You know, it's great to hear stories of people that, uh, you know, have been doing this sort of three months and they're, you know, turning over six, seven figures. That, that's great. But for me, that's not reality. And I think for a lot of us, it's not reality. We just plug away. And I think when you find something that works, you stick at it. And I think one of the biggest lessons I've learned, uh, not only through business, but in life generally, is that if you believe in something and you're passionate about something, you've just got to stick at it and keep going. And as long as you keep making progress, you will get there one day. Um, I was just thinking back that one of our church elders, when I was uh, newly married, a guy that I really looked up to and admired, he had a favourite saying uh, when people were saying, oh, you know, as a church, we should be doing this, or we should be going out and doing that, or we should be, you know, doing all sorts of things. He said, we'll just keep moving gently forward. Um, oh, and that's, that's really how I've, uh, I've, I took that and thought, yeah, that, that's good. I've applied that to my life as long as... You know, each day we're making progress. As long as you're working towards something, as long as you've got your goals and your ideas fixed, you know where you're going, you will get there. Yeah, that's beautiful. Yeah, I'll I'll take a consistent, steady, low-key effort over that flash-in-the-pan overnight success any day. Any day. Something that's that's, uh, long-term and and stable. Yeah, exactly. And the relationships you've built along the way. And uh, I won't tell the full story here, but... It was so one of my favorite stories that kind of illustrates the point that you're making. Did you happen to hear my presentation at CES? The shirt you're wearing, right? Do you remember the part where I talked about the uh, the runner from Australia, and he was this guy in his 60s who won the 500 mile distance run in Australia simply because he he was the slowest runner in the field. A bunch of you know guys in their late 20s, early 30s were his competitors. And this guy like actually took his dentures out when he ran because they clattered around in his mouth, right? But his goal was, hey, I'm going to run all 500 miles without stopping at a very slow speed. It was a real life tortoise in the hair. And he won. He actually set a record for the event that stood for a very long time until others adopted his style. He beat everyone in the field by I think like 10, 12 hours. It's a true story. But that's slow and steady. I'm going to improve on what I know. I'm going to test. And if I fail, it's okay because I'm going to test again after that. And I'm going to keep moving forward. You know, those are some of the most incredible success stories in our community, in my opinion. I mean, I love to see the, the stories that people take off quickly as well. But really building, you know, anything worth having, there's various versions of this quote too, anything worth having, it's going to take some time to build. It's an uphill climb to get anything worth having in this life. That goes for relationships and everything else. It's going yeah. to require some work. So when I see a guy like you that's been doing it, you know, since back in the eBay days and, and you've failed far more than you've succeeded, but those successes have slowly accumulated. You've got some momentum now and it's been a joy being on this journey with you. Our team uh, has supported you along the way and you're, you're one of our coaching students too, right? So maybe you could tell us, you know, how's that gone? What, you know, what's that experience been like for you? How has it helped your business? Um, yeah, it's hopefully gonna, what's going to help me take it to another level. I've been uh, coaching with, with Jeff for about a year now. He's been very patient with me. You know, I've not always been able to, to keep up and, and do everything, I think, as fast as we would like to have done. But I think what he's enabling and helping me to do is to really get my business established on some secure footing. Um, I think one, one of the things, as my business sort of come together over the years, it's been a bit of a, a bolt on this, that and the other. And you know, I just sort of happened to be here 
And I think when we were talking through some of where I'm at and some of the things I do, it sort of came apparent that uh, I need to put in some more secure foundations, just a bit of stabilising, um, get some of the business principles uh, grounded in there a bit. And so I've been working with Jeff uh, to do that, and that's what we're going to be looking at in the new year um, as we sort of look at where I'm going, where we're going to Beautiful. take this. So. You're in your business model, I know you just had a record-setting month and you were kind enough to share some numbers with us, but what's working well for you right now? Like, where's the bulk of your success? Right? Um, I think um, one of the, the biggest areas is, and it, it seems to be a hot thing at the moment, is the replenishable bundles. I know Lisa and Jenny have just done a, a course um, on that and there's a lot of talk about it. And um, I didn't realize they were called replenishable bundles before. I've been doing them for a few years now and uh, suddenly I found out what they're called but yeah those, those things that you can just keep going buying and uh, just keep selling and keep sending them in they've just been a good mainstay um, beautiful some, and uh, for students wholesale area that I, I work with which this year I've managed to uh, I'm working with a warehouse to actually handle all that now so it just gets oh straight. cool so they're setting up the bundles for you and oh that's great I love it yes the wholesale things and the rest of the stuff I'm doing in-house here. I've got a few people working with me now. So building my team gradually. Beautiful. Uh, which I think it's helped me to, to grow the business uh, this year quite substantially. I love it. And for uh, students of the Proven Amazon course, that is content that's coming your way. We just were wrapping up as we record this, we're wrapping up our Q4 training and we had a lot of that information in our Q4 training group. But what we're doing is we're grabbing all that content and we had so far, over 100. I think probably going to end up with 150 incredible success stories just from those couple short months, Neil. But we're going to take all that content and put it into the Proven Amazon course. I'm actually wearing a shirt too. Talking about Proven Amazon course. Did you see my shirt? It's, I don't know. Is that backwards? I, know, I love it. Pac-Man, <laughs> right? Proven Amazon course. Hey, I, yeah. I grew up playing Pac-Man, but uh, we're always working on that course, always improving it. Proven Amazon course is... Amazing uh, uh, results, really. I mean, what... what um, Ryan and Jenny have done with uh, the Q4 information and the whole team there that have been there. The, the, the content has just been incredible. And I know that's really helped people get their businesses established. And it's, it's these principles that I've been able to put into the business in the last three or four years, really, which has caused it to grow. And you know, there's a reason, as you say, that it's called proven because it is proven principles and it's things that actually work. You know, for many years, I've been trying all the latest you know, trends and courses that came out and this is the one that's going to make it, this is the one that's going to do it. But actually they, they were a lot more good in themselves, but they, they didn't really work for me. And it's really when I started getting serious with the Proven Amazon course and working on Amazon, but um, it's gradually made sense and I was able to build on that. And that, that's, I think, the beauty of, of PAC is it's something you can just build on and build on and grow and grow uh, and it works. Yeah, it's, it really is a beautiful thing that's been established there. And it stopped being my ideas so long ago. You've dropped several names. And I would say at this point, if we had a list of everybody who's contributed creative content to the Proven Amazon course, it'd be a list of about 60 to 70 people. Mm -hmm. uh, because what happens is these great ideas float. And someone comes up with a new strategy, a new technique, and we, we test it, we prove it. As you said, Neil, that's why we call it the Proven Amazon course. And then we roll it into the course once it's ready. And the content we've just rolled in recently that will, again, the course continuously improves at no additional cost to our students. It's coming in very soon. And that's been a lot of what you've been doing, creating yeah. these replenishable bundles, this stuff that you just go get more when you run out <laughs> and create these, these creative bundles. Uh, it's a beautiful, beautiful model. And 
yeah, it, that is a great foundation to build on. But there's so many other opportunities as well. Talk to me a little bit about having a family, a busy household. I mean, you guys have fostered 34 kids. Is that the right number? 34 over the years? 34 at the moment. That's incredible. You've been a stay-at-home dad for that long. And you hear all this. I'm curious, and I didn't prep you for this question, and and I kind of know how I would answer this question, but you hear a lot about life-work balance and how do you keep it all in balance? And you know, what are some pointers for those who are trying to say, hey, you know, I, I want to be in that position too. I but I'm seeing you're sitting in your office. Like obviously work is home, is life, is family. Like it's all right there. <laughs> How do you manage that? What's your plan? What's your uh, approach? It's difficult to, to separate it sometimes. And, and sometimes that can cause a bit of conflict or, or frustration when you're trying to get on something and you know, the grandchildren turn up. But actually, you know, I think you've got to get your priorities and your values. And for me, my priority is, is my family. Um, and other things, and it's the business that enables me to be around for those things that are important for me. So uh, sometimes I have to say, okay, well, let's just leave that. You know, everything will, st- will still be there when I come back later in the evening. Um, let's go and, uh, and spend some time. Um, but yeah, it, it is a juggling act. I think really um, to, you know, throughout our marriage from early days, it really has been a juggling act of all the things that we've been involved in with, with people and, and church and work and family. It's uh, forever sort of spinning plates and sometimes it can be a bit frantic but actually that's the life we've chosen we love doing everything that we're involved in uh, and all those things are important to us and I think you've just got to get your priorities um, fixed and, and be flexible and versatile there's no point getting stressed out when things don't work out and I'll say if something doesn't get done today it'll still be sitting there for me tomorrow so uh, you know it's very seldom so urgent that you know, it can't wait so it's just getting their priorities and, and being flexible. And I, I love being available. Some people like to uh, perhaps shut themselves off for a certain time and say, no, that, that's work time and that will, that will stay sacred. Um, I just like to be flexible and be available um, and work around it. I think you know, one, one of the reasons I went into the fostering is something my wife had always wanted to do. But one of the reasons I looked at it and thought, well, I think this could work for, for me was I was trying to to get this business up and running. I've been working on eBay for a while and it was it was ticking over. But I wanted to be at home and, and work on my business. But obviously doing a job outside the home, limited to time, as, as many people know that, that frustration. And so I, lo- I looked at the opportunity of fostering. I thought, well, it's something that we are, as a family, passionate about. And actually it could work. My wife, um, who's trained as a nurse, she was doing nursing at the time. So I actually initially stayed home as the full-time carer um, with the children. And um, while I was at home, whether they were at school or whatever, I had the opportunities to, to work on my business around that. And it seemed to work well. Um, and then gradually over the last few years, as the business has picked up, um, my wife's sort of taken over more of the role of the day-to-day work with the fostering and doing the school runs and the children and the meetings and things. And I support her work alongside um, as she needs. So we've sort of swapped roles over the last few years and it's, it's getting its worked for us. That's beautiful. Yeah. I mean, it, every family runs differently. I, you know, sometimes people say, how do you do that? How do you work from home? How do you get everything? You know, and, and I wonder, I find myself wondering how people with traditional nine to five jobs, I have no idea how they do it. I have no idea. I mean, you know, kids don't get sick around your nine to five work schedule, right? I mean, your kid doesn't come up with a brilliant drawing that they want to show you around a nine to five work schedule. And with very few exceptions, Neil, you know, I'm sitting here and my, you know, right now my office door is closed, but that maybe is four hours a week where my clo- door is closed. Any other time, 
you know, this used to be a little harder when the kids were little, <laughs> you know, our youngest is 11 now. They come in anytime. If the door is open, they come in. If I'm on a call, you know, like if this was just a, a business call and not necessarily a recorded podcast episode, my doors would be open. It doesn't matter who I'm talking to. If they've got something and I'm like, hey, hold on just a second. Yeah, what is it? They ask me their question and they go on with their day and I get back to my call. You know, it, it all integrates. It yeah, all overlaps. You know, the grandchildren, I've got my office. It's a log cabin at the end of the garden. I'm down here with the fairies, as my wife says. But the, the grandchildren, especially in the summer, they come toddling down the garden. Hello, Grandpa. What have you got for us today? Got any sweets in there? And uh, <laughs> it's lovely. It's great to be able to do that. You, know, you can't get that in an office, can you? Um, I tried office life but it didn't work out. I didn't like it. Uh, Never again. Yeah. I just, uh, the idea of a family being under the same roof together as much as possible, I just, nothing but good could come from that. Uh, there's even a book that, uh, my wife and I read and I don't remember the author, but I'm sure you could look it up by title. Basically the title was home court advantage. That was the name of the book, home court advantage. I'm pretty sure that was the title, but basically the premise of the book was hey, you know what? Just because your kid wants to be in soccer, piano, and two other sports and three other activities doesn't mean you got to sign them up for all those. Actually, they're better off in the long run if you don't sign them up for hardly any of it. And they're just home. And in our household, even if they're a little bored, that's fine. Because boredom is a prerequisite of being, or I'm sorry, selfishness is a prerequisite of boredom. It's a saying we have in our house. If you're bored, that means you're being selfish. That means you need to find some way to serve somebody, have some fun with somebody, ask someone if they want to play a game. You know, there's a bunch of us here, figure it out. Your boredom is not my problem to solve. And no, we're not going to sign you up for 18 activities a week. <laughs> we can't, you know, with, with we've got five kids, you've got 34 come through your house. Uh, it, but the relationships that are developed as they figure out life under the same roof. And, you know, we spend more time at home than most people do, but man, is it paying dividends as we've seen our kids grow. And I would imagine, I don't know anything about your four grown biological children, but I would imagine that you still have a good relationship with them because you guys just spend a lot of time together. We, we were a very close family and it's paid benefits. And, you know, we, we are close Two children that are married and give us seven grandchildren. They both live in the same town. So we see them most days. They're here, one of them or other, with the grandchildren. We look after the grandchildren quite a lot. Um, they're always here. Close friend, my daughter does a couple of hours work for me. Uh, my middle son, who now lives in London, he worked for me over the summer after he finished uni. So uh, they've all been involved. As the business has grown, they've, they've got stuck in and done bits. That's uh, beautiful. I love it. It's so important. And we've always said at, at the fostering part of our life, um, we've always said that was a family business because we couldn't have done it without the support of our children and our family. Um, it's been so important for us. It sounds like you've raised some incredible kids. It's, you, you're kind of helping me set some parenting goals here for myself. You know, just I, uh, the kids still being involved, still being around, being a part of what you've built over the years as a family, having achieved there's a purpose-driven family is what I'm hearing here. Like you guys have had a mission that you've accomplished together, a purpose, and, and a lot of families lack that. So, you know, I just want to speak to the dads or the parents out there right now that listen to this and like, man, we are so far from that model. We're not saying that Neil has the perfect family model or that I have the perfect family model, that there isn't even is such a thing as a perfect family model, <laughs> right? There's a lot of ways to mess up a family. There's a lot of ways to do it right. But what we are saying is, man, it, it's a beautiful thing. This home-based business, this internet-based business opportunity and what it's allowed. I know my family, I'm just grateful every day, man. I get up grateful every single day. It's been that way for 16 years for me, full-time. Grateful every day. 
And I also know, Neil, that 80% of the people listening to this, if they have a career, they don't like the job they've got. That's just the statistics. Yeah. And I love what I get to do. <laughs> I don't know about you. Do you like what you get to do? I, I, I do. I, I sometimes sit here in the office and just think, wow, you know, what am I doing here? I'm actually, I can do what I want, when I want, in a sense. And it's earning, a, earning an income. Um, still a long way to go. You know, I've not made it. I don't feel, you know, I've made it yet. And I can sit back and think, hey, that's it. You know, a long way to go still, but there's so much potential, so much opportunity. Uh, and I just feel really privileged to be here and be able to do this. And, and the relationships, the, the quality of the people that we're surrounded with too, you know, you can't discount that. And a lot of people, they're in a job where they don't love their coworkers, man, we've got a great community. Just, you know, if maybe fill me in a little bit, your perspective. I mean, you had to travel a, across the big ocean to get over here and hang out with us here just a few months ago at our live event. First time, first time I've been over to the States. Oh, was it? I'd forgotten that. That was your first trip to the United States. All right. So how'd we do? You came to Indianapolis. You know, to, what was it like? Hometown and, uh, and I loved it. It was great. I mean, the, the conference itself was wonderful. The content and the speakers all did really well. There was some great information there. But, uh, and I think as most people would say, the real value of it is, is in the relationships. You know, I'd been buzzing around the, the community for a number of years, so I knew a lot of names. I'd sort of had you know online chats with with some people, uh, but to actually meet them in person, see them face to face, you know, to give our dear friend Lisa a hug and, and finally meet her, um, it was wonderful, and it really you know made me feel like I was part of the family, uh, even though that's the first time I'd met them. And they're such a, a lovely, giving community, and you know, we've kept in touch with many of them. We're meeting up, we're talking, we're doing some things together with some of them, which is very exciting. I love it. It's That's very beautiful. Important. You know, it, it occurs to me, I can't remember how many different countries were represented. Our last big event, we had about 700 of us in Indianapolis. This was back uh, late fall 2018. And a couple dozen countries represented. I don't remember how many exactly, but just the incredible people that are attracted to this community. You mentioned Lisa, for example. What a great story. For those of you who aren't in our Facebook group, we'll stick a link in the show notes today. Go to silentgym.com slash podcast. Look at the show notes, our free Facebook group. Lisa, as I'm recording this, for the past, I don't know, six, eight months, she goes live every Tuesday evening here, which would be probably middle of the night for you, Neil. <laughs> I try and stay up for it when I can. I missed it last week. But, you, you stay up. Yeah. Some people from around the world stay up and hang out with us when she goes live. And, you know, her story, we did a podcast episode with her. I don't remember the episode number. We'll hopefully stick that in the show notes or somebody can. But, you know, she was homebound. Her health situation didn't allow her to do much, but she's built an internet business. And she's kind of become the community mom. You know, like she's there every Tuesday answering questions, welcoming in the new folks, giving away a bunch of cool prizes, answering, you know, everything from beginner newbie questions we've heard a thousand times to, you know, fairly complex things because she's been running a business a while. She's on our leadership team. Uh, just the quality of the people. And this is a global community. It really has become something special and powerful. It, it outgrew me a long time ago. It's taken on a life of its own. There's a culture here. And it's, you know, guys like you are just pillars, just showing up, plodding away. That's your word, not mine. I love that word. Hey, you know what? Sometimes the mud is thick and you just take that next step anyway and you figure it out as you go. But people like that, and you get a few thousand of them together, you build something pretty special. And it's an honor having you in the community, Neil. What encouragement might you have for people who are wondering, you know, is all this real? Is this for me? 
what's the next step for me? I try and encourage and help people whenever I can because, you know, I am just an ordinary guy. I really am nothing special. You know, I've never really made anything big in my life in a sense. You know, I've enjoyed what I'm doing. But I'm just an ordinary guy who is finally getting somewhere with this. And I think for people that are starting out and looking at it, thinking, you know, is there opportunity there? Is this real? Is it something that I can actually earn money from? Um, the answer is yes, but you've got to be committed. You've got to be passionate. You've got to be dedicated. And I think the, from my perspective, the way to do it is a little step each time. If you are continually, you know, each day you're moving forward in your business, you're doing something to grow your business, you're doing something to build uh, your business, then you will grow and it will succeed. You know, whether it takes three months, whether it takes three years or longer, um, you will get there if you keep moving forward. It's the day you stop and give up that you failed. Um, and I think if, if you don't want to fail, then you keep going. Uh, sometimes you have to put your head down, grit your teeth and, and plod through that mud. Uh, and other times you suddenly stop, you take a look and you're on top of a mountain and you're looking around and it's amazing. Um, and then you see another mountain over there that you've got to climb as well. So we, we're never satisfied. We're never going to stop. But there is opportunity there. And I think what we have uh, in the community and what we have in the in proven Amazon course is, is a proven, tried and tested model that does work if you apply it, if you go through the steps. Uh, and I think, you know, don't try running before you walk. You know, don't try and be an overnight success. Uh, for some people that may happen and that's great for them. Congratulations. But for the majority of people, it's step by step, doing the right things in the right order, learning the business from the bottom, you know, start listing a few things, start selling a few things and build it up from there and learning and asking questions and just being willing to uh, get involved in the community you know, there's always many people ahead of you and there's always people that are, are behind you that less experienced even if even if you only just started so you know help those behind you and be inspired by the people in front of you oh it's beautiful it, you know and i love the point you just made part of this journey is helping the people behind you and some people may make the mistake of thinking that that's just part of being a good person and it is but there's a very big self-serving component to that that I'm only just now starting to recognize. It's the long-term play. But let me be specific with the point I'm making here, Neil. It used to, 15 years ago, it was a total distraction for me to have someone say, hey, I'm trying to figure this business out. You know, do you got a few minutes, you got any material for me? You got some advice? You got a, what would you recommend? Like, oh, I'm busy building my business. I don't have time for this. That was my attitude. And let's go 16, 17 years ago. So I wrote it all down. I started giving that to people. It's kind of like, okay, here you go. Just you know, leave me alone. Here's what I know. And we still do some of that. I mean, I can't get on the phone a hundred times a day. There's even though there may be several people who want to talk to me. So I have to temper my time. But what I'm doing, if I feed into those who are behind me, even by giving them good resources, even by selling them a course that's worth a hundred times what I charge for it, what I'm really doing is I'm creating future partnerships with people who are way smarter than me. They're sharper, more creative, more driven and energetic with a different vantage point of the world. And those people make incredible partners. I mean, I'm living that literally right now. In, in Brett's early days, Brett Bartlett, in the early days of Brett, you know, he was getting himself into some business ideas and concepts and bouncing some things off of me. And I was like, really? No, dude, that's not going to work. Here's why. One, two, three, you know, you got, let me spend some time and talk you through that. Now he's a master genius at stuff that I'd never considered. And we've partnered together 
and it's become a mutually beneficial thing. So I poured into his life early and it kind of reminds me, Neil, of the whole parenting model, right? I mean, we pour into our kids when they're young and they can't really do a whole lot for us. And then in the middle years, they do some favors for us. We participate and we're kind of partnered up. But then as life progressive, those younger ones are kind of the ones making it happen. And all of a sudden you're able to sit back a little bit and go, wow, okay, they're doing things I never thought of. You know, that's the beauty of the journey is you get to enjoy those stages. And because we started pouring into lives a decade plus ago, it's starting to pay off. So what I'm, the point I'm trying to make is, hey, if, if you've made some things happen, take a little bit of time per week and jump into our Facebook group, build some relationships, help some people out. That pays huge dividends down the road because some of those people are going to succeed and they're going to remember why they got where they are. And man, the relationships and partnerships are powerful when that starts to happen. So I'm glad you said that, Neil. I just went, or, or even just liking somebody's post actually makes a difference. You know, I, I don't post an awful lot, but when I do, you know, I look for all the people that have liked it. And I thought, oh, I wonder who all these people are that actually taken the time to, to, to press like or to leave a, a positive comment. And it does make a difference. It builds me oh, up. It certainly does. If I want to do for other people, I can just encourage them a little bit, uh, give them a bit of a, a, a good feeling about what they've done uh, and help them along the way, then, then that, that helps everybody and it builds a, a better community. Yeah. Encouragement is powerful. If you're ever wondering, should I like this or not? Yes. Click like. I mean, come on. (laughs) What's it going to (laughs) hurt? You know? Uh, So I love the success stories in our Facebook community. And yeah, pile on and congratulate each other. Spur each other forward. Uh, We are all in a battle. If we're building a business, we're in a battle and there's struggles. And there's days when we wonder if we made the right decision or not to get into this. If we wonder if we're on the right path or not, you know, so the encouragement goes a very long way. That's a great point, Neil. Love it. I love it. Well, I think we're going to start wrap to wrap this one up, buddy. Do we leave anything out that you want to throw out there before we before we close the the door on this episode? Um, I, I think we've covered quite a lot, which has been it's been lovely just chatting things through. I think you know, looking ahead, the future is amazing. There is so much potential. There'd always be you know, the doom, doomsayers and the, the negative people that are saying, oh, no, it's all going to go pear-shaped. It's all going to crash. You know, Amazon's going to disappear and the whole world's going to come crumbling down. Well, <laughs> yeah, don't worry about that. In the meantime, I'm just going to keep plodding along in my own little way, uh, keep doing the stuff, keep building my business, keep encouraging and helping other people along. And this time next year, we'll all still be here. Uh, hopefully, we'll all still have smiles on our faces, doing even better with an even bigger team around us. 100,000 people in the community uh, thinking, wow, this is great. Yeah, beautiful. An infectious attitude. I told you, listener, Neil's one of those infectious attitude guys, man. If you don't have guys like Neil in your life, you need a few. You need a few. Appreciate you, brother. This has been a great time hanging out with you, Neil. I hope the the listeners enjoyed it as much, half as much as I did. And that means it was a great episode because it's truly a delight to hang out with you. Tell your wife, Neil, Thank you. Her name, Tracy. You have yet to meet her, right? But I'd love to meet her someday. But man, God bless you and your beautiful family and all the work you guys are doing in your business. And listeners, don't forget, you can jump over to silentgym.com slash podcast. You can pick up, you know, if you happen to be watching this on YouTube, there's a whole bunch of episodes of this podcast that aren't on YouTube. So we've got like 150 plus episodes and only a handful are on YouTube. So don't forget about that. Jump over there. You can listen to all our episodes. If you're listening to this, hey, did you know some of our episodes are on YouTube? You can go see Neil and I and our cool t-shirts today, right? <laughs> I guess the office around me. <laughs> and see what it looks like to have a big old home office for both of us so you can see what it looks like. 
Uh, but it's been a pleasure hanging out with you today, listener. Thank you for giving us part of the most valuable asset you have. That's some of your time. We are honored by that. We appreciate it. And uh, for Neil, I know I speak on his behalf and, and mine and the entire team. God bless you, business building warrior. We're in your corner. We're cheering for you. We're rooting for you. Let's do something special together. All right. Thanks for hanging out with us today. Thank you for listening to Silent Sales Machine Radio. Visit SilentJim.com for a link to our free newsletter, our free Facebook group, and all of our resources mentioned on today's show.